Uh, Probably the saddest story of the many sad stories that we sometimes bring to the airwaves of this Animal Welfare Hour is the passing. It's a a requiem for Flacco. Flacco, a Eurasian owl who just uh, basically became the the heart and soul of New York City in so many ways. Uh, Nancy, can you please just explain the history for those that may not be aware of the life and times of Flacco, and then we'll get into uh, how it is they claim that he died, uh, because neither you or I in any way, shape, or form are signing on to the necropsy report or the investigation that was done uh, that has ruled out foul play. So, yeah, so Flacco had been living in Central Park up until about a year ago when the enclosure was vandalized or opened and then Flacco was able to escape. So this is the zoo. He was, uh, he was in the Central Park Zoo in a cage and somebody had cut the wire mesh that kept him in, indoors. And now suddenly he was free and flying around Central Park. Yeah, so initially he was in Central Park for a little bit of time, and there was the the rush to to try and, you know, retrieve him back by the park personnel because they presumed he wouldn't be able to survive outside because he had been living in the park, um, you know, basically being, you know, hand-fed and, and not having to fend for himself. So the presumption was, well, he won't make it out here, but they weren't able to catch him, and then... They've, you know, they realized that he was actually catching food. He was eating. He was surviving, and they thought that it would be more problematic to try and capture him after he was out for a little bit. So after that, then he did a a, a few month tour around New York City. He went to Lower Manhattan for a little bit, but things didn't work out there. Yeah, he went to the Lower East Side, very bohemian area. Ironically, it was at the same time that an eagle was spotted in Tompkins Square Park near Avenue A and St. Mark's Place. He was a few blocks south. He was going from tenement to tenement. And there, down in the Lower East Side, it was, like, very cool. Artists started doing pictures of him. Rappers started developing rap rhythm lines about him. He became a cultural icon in the Lower East Side. But it turns out that he was looking for another owl to mate with. He was looking for love in all the wrong places. So he leaves the Lower East Side, and they're tracking him. You know, like recently, uh, Taylor Swift was upset that this young man was uh, tracking her private air airline uh, travel, okay. which you can do. Yeah. And she was threatening to sue him because it might pose a danger to her. Whether it did or not, it doesn't matter. Yeah. There were more people tracking Flacco. I would walk down the street, eventually when he ended up in our neck of the woods, the Upper West Side, and I would see cameraman with all these sophisticated cameras and i would say did something happen here guys you know we're just tracking flacco he was seen like two blocks away i said really he goes yeah there are hundreds of thousands of people all over the world that want updates in terms of where flacco goes it was in the upper west side the neighborhood that we live They did not greet him as he had been greeted in Central Park or the Upper East Side or even the Lower East Side. All of a sudden, these altacacas were claiming that he was a peeping Tom because he was spotted by some of these altacacas staring into their window. And I knew, remember, I was so upset. I knew, I know how these altacacas are. We live with them. 
They hate us. I hate them. And I knew this would lead to trouble for Flacco. Now, obviously, I don't do owl talk. The bird watchers, of which you are many out in our neighborhood, following the flight patterns of Flacco, were going, whoop-a-woo, whoop-a-woo. They had on their binoculars, you know, around their neck. They had on their safari hats. They're wearing shorts. They're on rooftops. They're scaling, you know, the, the, the various levels of the building. And they're they looking for Flacco. And I said, are these out the cockers? I don't trust these out the cockers. They don't like Flacco. They're trying to malign Flacco. They're trying to turn Flacco into a perv, a flying perv. And I knew it would mean nothing but trouble. Unfortunately, Flacco would basically fly back and forth between Riverside Park and Central Park along the Upper West Side. And then there was a report over the weekend Somehow, some way, his global positioning system wasn't working, and he crashed into a building. Bull feathers, absolute bull feathers. Yeah, I'm definitely. I, I'm. I'm not buying this. So, first of all, this was uh, 89th Street. Now, again, so he was apparently discovered by someone who either lives at uh, at the building or was walking by. On the sidewalk, and he had, again, it's surmised that he hit the building, but right away what happened was his his body was scooped up. Now, it, it so it's a little bit of a, the information's a little light, but it seems like they brought him to the Wild Bird Fund initially, and then uh, they- That's did, right around uh, the corner from us. They've done good work. Well, yeah, um, but then they brought him to the Bronx Zoo, and, they, you know, they did a toxic, well- they did um, a necropsy, rather. So what, what they're again, what they're suggesting is that he just flew into the building. So now, granted, he's been flying around for the past year, and he hasn't had that type of accident. But now they're saying, okay, we're going to look do a toxicology report. Now, it seems pretty fast that they're trying to sweep this under the rug, because I mean, again, let's face it. The, I think the big fear would be for him to have a toxicology report that comes back with pesticides, because that you know would just, I mean. It's it's when the pigeons take the rat poison. I guess no one really cares. But if Flacco, this beautiful owl, happened to go down because of that, you know, it might actually cause something different or some changes to happen. Yeah, well, Flacco had a social networking following of millions around the world. So in many instances, I know this is a stretch, but you know how the resistor of Putin, Valani, and I went to the Russian consulate, remember, last weekend, and I said, where are all the Americans? The Russian nationals yeah. are here to pay tribute to his passing, but not Americans. Valani died under mysterious circumstances in that gulag north of Moscow where they, they claim he died of natural causes. Nobody believed that. Nobody believed that. And then they took forever to give the body back to his mother who had to beg, had to cry. Finally, they've given the body I want. We need to see the body produce a Flacco. He needs to have a proper burial. It needs to be a ceremony. Uh, people like ourselves, Nancy, as a whole huge group of New Yorkers and those from outside of New York that were following the exploits of Flacco. And we didn't, We just don't buy there. A lot of people would say to me, I don't buy the fact that he just flew into a building. I mean, that was one of the good parts about having so many people following him around all the time was that you you know if if anything were to happen to him you know they could protect him or uh, I I just I feel bad that they've relinquished over the body because they actually have um 
well, you know, they have relationships with animal care and control. This is all like the city. So I don't trust them to give us an honest answer about what just happened to Flacco because, you know, it could be that his GPS signaling was off because he did have poison in his system. We just won't know that. And I honestly, yeah, I just, I'm not buying that he flew into a building. 